0: day 15 wednesday of the second week of lent a reading from the holy gospel according to matthew at that time as jesus was going up to jerusalem he took the 12 disciples aside by themselves and said to them behold we are going up to jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and will deliver him to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified. And on the third day he will rise again. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to him with her sons, and worshiping, she made a request of him. He said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Command that these my two sons may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, You do not know what you are asking for. Can you drink of the cup of which I am about to drink? They said to him, We can. He said to them, Of my cup you shall indeed drink. But as for sitting at my right hand and at my left, that is not mine to give you, but it belongs to those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. And when the ten heard this, they were indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great men exercise authority over them. Not so is it among you. On the contrary, whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave, even as the Son of Man has not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many." a reflection on the sacred scripture. This is he that gave his own life in order to appease the anger of the Almighty King and redeem his people from death. It is Jesus, the son of the new Esther and the son of God, who comes forward to humble the pride of Haman. At every time that this perfidious enemy of ours is making sure of his victory. He goes up to Jerusalem, for it is there that the great battle is to be fought. He foretells his disciples all that is to happen. He will be delivered up to the chief priests, who will condemn him to death, and hand him over to the Roman governor and his soldiers. He will be mocked, scourged, and crucified but he will rise again on the third day. The apostles heard this prophecy, for the Gospel says that Jesus took the twelve apart in order to tell them these things. Judas, consequently, was present. So were Peter, James, and John, the three that had witnessed the transfiguration of their master on Thabor and had a clearer knowledge of his divinity. And yet, all abandoned him. Judas betrayed him, Peter denied him, and the whole flock fled away in fear when the shepherd was in the power of his enemies. Not one of them recollected how he had said that on the third day he would rise again, unless it were Judas, who was perhaps encouraged to commit his crime, by the reflection that Jesus would soon triumph over his enemies and be again free. The rest could see no further than the scandal of the cross that put an end to all their faith and they deserted their master. What a lesson for all future generations of Christians! How very few there are who look upon the cross, either for themselves or for others, as a sign of God's special love. We are men of little faith. We cannot understand the trials God sends to our brethren, and we are often tempted to believe that He has forsaken them, because He sends them the cross. We are men of little love, too. Worldly tribulations seem evil to us, and we think of ourselves as hardly dealt with at the very time that our God is showing us the greatest mercy. We are like the mother of the sons of Sebedee. We would hold a high and conspicuous place near the Son of God, forgetting that we must first merit it by drinking of the chalice that he drank, that is, the chalice of suffering. We forget too that saying of the Apostle, that we may be glorified with Jesus, we must suffer with him. He, the just by excellence, did not enter into his rest by honors and pleasures. The sinner cannot follow him, save by treading the path of penance. Let us pray. O God, restorer and lover of innocence, Direct the hearts of thy servants towards thee, so that filled with the favor of thy Spirit, they may be found steadfast in faith and rich in good works. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen.